Forgive me, y'all. I am sweating more than a hooker in church. You know, my my office is upstairs and we have a portable AC, but I can't use that when we're recording. So the perspiration continues. Welcome back to YA at Heart. Today, I am doing a solo review on The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Alexa, aka Cozy Blanket Reads on Instagram, put me onto the series. So of course, naturally, I went out and bought it. It has, however, been sitting on my shelf for some time, so I decided I was going to go ahead and actually read the damn thing. And let me tell you, I was not disappointed. Let me go ahead and read the synopsis on the back of the book. Avery Grams has a plan for a better future, survive high school, win a scholarship, and get out. But her luck changes in an instant when billionaire Tobias Hawthorne dies and leaves her virtually his entire fortune. The only catch? Avery must move into his sprawling mansion full of secret passages, riddles, and codes. Unfortunately for Avery, Hawthorne House is also occupied by the family that was just disinherited. This includes the four Hawthorne grandsons, dangerous magnetic boys who grew up with every expectation that one day they would inherit billions. Heir apparent Grayson is convinced that Avery is a con woman and he's determined to take her down. But his brother Jameson views her as their grandfather's last hurrah, a twisted riddle, a puzzle to be solved. Caught in a world of wealth and privilege with danger around every turn, Avery will have to play the game herself just to survive. So a lot in that little blurb or blurb, right? This really gave me a knives out feel. Everybody was a suspect. In my opinion, without trying to give away too much, I also think in the long game, the lawyer has something to do with this. I'm not sure. I don't know how I can prove it. I also love that nothing is what it seemed. Nothing was simple. Uh, side note as well. I really believe that with all the <laughs> the passages and the codes and shit that was going on in the house, Tobias Hawthorne had to have been like a low-key serial killer. Like, I don't get how the family didn't know that he had all these tunnels and shit underneath of the house. I also got frustrated with this book because I was trying to solve the riddles before the characters did. And of course, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I would make like these grandiose theories and then be really upset when they didn't happen. But I mean, also, this is only the first book and it left us on a cliffhanger with all questions and no answers. So I might actually have a potential to be right later down the line in the second or the third book. Tobias Hawthorne also, it was weird. How did he have all this time to plant the riddles for them to go and follow along? Like it didn't say that he was retired. It said that he was a billionaire philanthropist and stuff like that. So he was still working. So I'm kind of confused as how he made this whole elaborate thing after his death just by himself. And nobody else had any idea. Nobody else was a part of it. Just him. Wouldn't they have noticed his ass hobbling around or something? Like, I don't know. That's just me. I don't know if you guys thought about that, but that's just me. Um, I love that the chapters were also super short. It made it easier to read and um, go very quickly. I finished it in about a week, actually. And I liked the love triangle and the enemies kind of lover's vibe between the main character, Avery Grayson and Jameson. There's also something in there about this girl, Emily. I want to know if we're going to get to know more about her later. Um, and not to mention, it was such a different genre than what I'm used to. Because as you know, Ashley and I, we read a lot of fantasy. And this was a very much, like I said before, a knives out feel, a mystery. And it was more so modern as well. 
So it kind of pulled me from the genre that we usually read into something new. And I thought it was pretty cool. If you guys also watched my live video that I did, uh, I also mentioned that I got the sequel, The Hawthorne Legacy. So I will be starting that soon, as well as the other books on my TBR that are still waiting to be read. But um, yeah, all in all, I would give this book a four stars. I very much enjoyed um, the characters. I enjoyed the story. And I really, really want to know the answers to all my damn questions. But we shall see. Again, thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on social media, YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, and YA at Heart Pod on Twitter. And don't forget to check out our merch store. We have so much cute stuff. I have a YA at Heart phone case and I got myself a little hoodie. I might get myself a mug. And you might say, Morgan, aren't you paying yourself? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am. And I'm okay with that. Also, don't forget to stay tuned. We are going to be releasing our new episode for Siege and Storm on August 22nd. And we're also doing something new this time around. Ashley and I, oh, God help us, are going to be trying to read two books and podcast about two books at the same time. So stay tuned to hear what that other book is. Thanks for joining us and stay YA at heart. Bye.